Someone took it all away from you once too, didn't they, Bats? And look what you became. An all-punching, all-kicking little ball of angst. What do you think Superman will become? He's a god who has deluded himself into believing he's a man. What will he turn into? There are some things even you can't corrupt, Joker. Ha! Oh, Batsy, you're so cute. You honestly think your friend will still be fun to play with. He will grieve, but he will stay one of the best men I know. I think it's going to be a whole lot funnier than that. To which Superman rips out Joker's heart. Injustice, gods among us, year one. Tom Taylor, Jeremy Repek, Mike Miller, DC Comics, issue number one, 2013. You're listening to Heroes Home Base Podcast, episode 44. <clears throat> What's going on, everybody? This is Rich. This is Rob. This is Mark. Fellas. Uh, I feel like it's been a minute. Has it been a minute? It has been a minute. A little minute. A little minute. How's uh, the city, Mark? Good. Things are starting to open back up. It's starting to feel like normal again. Is subway crowded yet? Yeah, it is not like it used to be, but it is. Well, we're, uh, what, mask mandated uh, uh, lifting? June 2nd, I believe. So I know most retailers are jumping on that, too. Yeah, there's a couple that are keeping it in place at least for a little while i know yeah. i got my second vaccine this week and felt like complete shit i got sick over the weekend i had my second vaccine last wednesday and got a little sick was... which one did you get mark moderna or pfizer pfizer you're the first one that i've heard of that wasn't feeling it from the pfizer it was like i don't know 12 hours of uh discomfort i guess yeah, yeah. becky got hit pretty hard she's like this is the she's like the weirdest part is that i feel like i'm sick and for the first time in my life i know i'm not sick the weirdest part for me was my eye sockets hurt <laughs> like hurt to move my eyes you're supposed to blink when you play video games rich i haven't played a video game and i don't know how long i take that back i hooked the n64 up in the kids and show quitter kim and i have been playing old school mario games with them so that's been fun uh kids are back out of school finally it is hotter than hell it's real close to memorial day when did the kids finish school thursday yeah my uh jensen has one more week so he'll be done on thursday um just a personal uh thing millie turned one this month oh good like, lord like i cannot believe that, you were uh, having millie when we were talking to desiato was it desiato or was it mm -hmm. rosa was millie exactly <laughs> amelia my daughter <laughs> Amelia, my daughter. You call her Millie? Millie for short, yeah. No, I'm calling her Amelia. That's fine. You can call her Amelia. That's her name. Yeah, she's one. Wow. That's how long this pandemic's been going on. Wow. I'm going to call her Sweet Vanilla Love Muffin. Okay. Well, <laughs> Whatever. I thought that was your nickname for me, man. That is... No. <laughs> so, yeah, I just that again, I think it's just been a huge time paradox where like some things have flown by and some things have crawled. And I am still in some serious denial that she's one. Like, yeah. I just I can't fathom that. She's one. Yeah. I just remember early May last year and Rich kind of saved me with some comic books that I uh, I very much wanted to read. And that helped pass some of the time. But uh, yeah, I'm ready to be done with this. Um, I did talk to Mr. Clickstein a couple days ago and uh they're in full swing with their comic the san diego document doc why can i never say that word uh they're in full swing with that and uh he's looking for uh 
additional podcast uh, platforms and stuff to advertise for it and do that. And he said he will definitely come back on our show to talk about it when it gets released. So definitely need to be on the lookout for that. Whatever. What is that dropping on? I'm they not say? sure. Uh, the only information I got is from IMDb. So uh, it, it looks like an amazing uh, cast of people that are going to be involved with it. Kevin Smith, Neil Gaiman. Uh, I think Frank Miller was going to be on it. Uh, Joe Russo, Anthony Russo. So it's going to be like history making creators involved in this. So um, sweet. Yeah. All right. So this episode is basically going to be us talking about a bunch of different news topics, comics that came out. Mark, why don't you take it away first? What do you got for news, my guy? Well, just uh, personally, I have been on the hunt for the single individual issues of Hush, which I started to read it, but then I stopped because as I'm reading it, it's almost like a whole new story as I read the single individual issues and not just the um, trades. So I'm reading the single individual issues and I've never seen those covers before. So they're awesome, awesome, awesome covers. And so now I'm on the hunt for them. So I need five more issues. And so I called Zap Comics and they didn't have them. Well, I called their second location in Manalapan, New Jersey, and they had three of the issues that I needed. So I had them put put them on hold for me. And I was going to go down there today, but it's an hour and a half bus ride. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do all that. And I had a busy, and had errands I needed to run. So I called Wayne to see if they restocked them and maybe I could just go there. He said, no, but he said, because obviously the, they're, the two stores are connected. He says that they have someone that goes back and forth between the stores and to have them have their guy take what they, the issues that I had on hold and bring them to the Wayne store. Nice. And they would call me at the Wayne store and tell me that they're there and I would go to the Wayne store and pick them up. So, so I'm very like excited. Intercompany courier there. Right. So I'm very excited. They called and told me that they can do that for me today. So they're going to call me once my issues are at their store. Bro, they've been taking good care of you. Oh man, that place is heaven. They have all my issues that I ever need. And it's just, it's a great store. I really love that store. And shout out to Anthony Desiato who went to interview them. And that's because of his documentary that I even know about Zap. So shout out to Anthony. And um, I've been on a search for some Uncanny X-Men, which I, I... Rich, I told you this, but I didn't realize this. Obviously, when X-Men number one, the highest grossing comic book of all time with Chris Claremont and Jim Lee came out in 1991, I thought that the reason why that issue was so big was because that was the very first appearance of Jim Lee on the comic book. No, no, no. Him and Chris Claremont had been working together for years on Uncanny X-Men. And I had just never collected Uncanny X-Men before until now. And so I've been getting some Uncanny X-Men and I've just been reading it and Jim Lee's artwork is just still so timeless in those issues. This is like back going back to like 1988, 89. And so I've been picking up some key issues there. And I'm getting X-Men is such a great read. It's such a great read. I love it so much. So I've been listening or I've been reading that. Um, I bought a small box and put all my miscellaneous stuff in the small box. And now I'm working on, and now I have, so I have four long boxes and one short box. Nice. Mark, do you have more than this? Uh, yeah. And also, Rob, I have to tell you, I don't know what I was thinking all these 20 plus years, but I have been sleeping on Detective Comics. <laughs> I've been sleeping on it. I have been sleeping on Detective. I'm going to show you right here. I've been sleeping on Detective because, and I didn't know this, that the reason why I probably like it so much, and obviously everybody knows that I'm a huge, huge use Birds of Prey. Birds of, Birds of Prey fan. I didn't know that Chuck Dixon was writing 
Yeah, Chuck Dixon was detective in the Bat Family in like the late 90s and early 2000s, man. You see this? Mm -hmm. Yep. I had no idea that he wrote detective. And I think that's why I like this because they're very similar. The artwork is similar to Birds of Prey. The writing is obviously similar because Chuck Dixon was on it. And I had no idea that he was writing on it. So shout out to Chuck because... It was, I, I love Detective Comics. I, I just, and I had, and the reason why I've been liking it so much is because Oracle is a huge supporting cast member. She's just in, in about every issue that I have. And so I love that. You know, it's funny you say that you slept on it because, you know, you you would kind of always, I've always looked at you as like being a Batman reader, but in the periphery. Right. Like you were, yeah. you were, you were just kind of dealing with some of the more like extended characters like Oracle and Huntress, you know. Mm-hmm. So you were pseudo in the Bat family, but. You were just kind of on the outside looking in. But dude, I'm actually just, um, I'm excited to hear that you're frequenting comic stores again and buying stuff and, and reading right. stuff. Right. Like that's that's exciting, man. It is, but thing is, I don't like what I like. I know, but I- <laughs> but you're also, you're, you're, you're contradicting yourself there because you would have not said you liked Detective Comics six, seven months ago. And here you are. Yeah. So I, it takes me a minute, but I don't or like what I like. Or 20 years, you know, it's fine. Yeah. You know, five minutes <laughs> yesterday or 20 years. So I only like what I like, when I like it, how I like it. There you go. Get more specific. When you like it. There you when go. I like it, how I like it, just the way I like it. Some people, you know, all Sounds the like time a song. likes it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I that's what I like. So I, I love Detective Comics and I'm I, I'm kind of on the cusp of Cataclysm. I have some Cataclysm stuff because Cataclysm ran into Catwoman. And so, you know, I collected Catwoman back in the day. And so... Uh, I'm talking purple suit with a thigh-high boots. Thigh-high blacks, yep. Yeah, so Dude, that's my so of Catwoman. The cat, it was funny you bring up the Cataclysm. I think we referenced this probably in like our first few episodes. That was the first like real hunt for Rich and I. Yeah, it was remember, at a Do con. you remember that, Mark? Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't even a con. It was just going touring the local stores trying to find them all. Well, and I know I put Azrael 40 in my top 10, not because of the quality of the book, because it was shit but because of what that book meant. And I just remember, I remember, correct if I'm wrong, Mark, I'm, I'm sure if you have one of those Cataclysm books handy, is there like a, didn't they do like a number like seven of eight or something? Like there was numbers so that you made sure you had them all. Is there any indication on there, on the cover? Um, not, I have Aftershock. The ones I have here are the Aftershock ones, no. Okay. So not only did you have the graphic, right, of the building crumbling mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. on the left margin, but there was some indication of like the number, right? Remember like Rich, remember like Superman books would do like that triangle. So you would know you. Yeah. We've okay. talked about that a, a lot of, a lot of times on the show. Right. So it's like, you know, do I have them all? And Rich and I suddenly realized, Hey, we got them all. We don't, <laughs> we were missing Azrael 40, which apparently was hard to find. And that was our run in with British paper mill first and last time. I don't wish it to rest in peace because they were jerks. So I think that's going to be my uh, six away, my six away, the way I'm trying to find it. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably going to have to go to a con and find it. Oh yeah, you'll find it there. So I'll have to do that. But all the other issues I'm running into, well, you know, I've gone to Queens, I've gone to New Jersey, I've gone, and that's about it really to find my Batman hush. Rich, how many 608s do we have? Uh, We had two original covers. We had we the, the 608, 609 combo, combo, and then we had the Jim Lee variant gargoyle uh, 612, the Superman sketch cover. But we got a bu- you got a bunch of those variants, but I think we originally had, uh, I think I might have given one away 
back in the day. So I think at, at one time we had probably four or five of them. Who'd you give it to? Gave it to a, a guy at work. I don't, I don't remember you asking permission to do that. I didn't think I needed your permission. So <laughs> who was the one as that got as, all those off the shelf, sir? As far as news news, uh, big news with Kevin Smith, his, he's doing Masters of the Universe. Yes. The cartoon and his version, it's a continuation of the original 1985 show. So they're picking right up where they left off and it's supposed to be on Netflix on July 23rd. Damn it, I was going to drop Netflix and now I might have to hold on. Hold on to it because Kevin Smith is coming out. You know, Mark Bernard has been a writer on it and um, well. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Mark Hamill and, uh, and Jason Mewes are all doing voices of characters and um, I'm very excited to see. I was a huge, 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 I was gonna ask huge, you because I, I think huge Masters of the Universe fan. I don't think Rob and I really got into it. I think our sister was into it. She for a was into bit. it, she was into it hardcore. But what, uh, we never really got into it. So, you were a big, big fan, a big fan. I had Castle Grayskull, I had He Man, I had She Ra. It was just, I was such a fan. I was such a fan. And when the movie came out in 1987, I almost died. Like, I can't you know? Um, <laughs> but I was a huge fan of the cartoon. Still am. Um, but I'm excited to see how, it, and it looks like it's just, they picked up right where they left off. And I'm really excited to see what he does with it. So it comes out July 23rd. Oh, MODOK came out. It's out now on Hulu. So I'm excited about that. MODOK um, is, uh, typically is an Iron Man villain. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's claymation, I think that is what you call it. Yeah. And so that's how they're doing it. I haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it this weekend, but I'm very excited to see it. Modoc, Modoc, Modoc. So from the, tra- the trailer, I saw Wonder Man is in it. Iron Man is in it from the trailer. So I'm very excited. Nice. So um, I gotta, I gotta, I'm usually not contributing to the news, but I want to, I want to take this one. I was super stoked to hear that there is going to be a new rendition of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, I saw that. Not just Batman, but a Superman one as well. Well, we all know how that landed the last time. There was one that was better than the other. Okay, what are the the insights on that? So it's got quite the uh, trio of producers here. So obviously Bruce Tim, and I have a lot of faith that this will be a good project with Bruce Tim at the helm. Obviously co-creator of the original... Uh, B.A. Um, J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves. So the Matt Reeves, who is obviously creating the next movie. So the three of them are kind of producing this and it's going to be, uh, I believe it's, I'm, I'm kind of confused. It says HBO Max and Cartoon Network. So I don't know if it's going to be right. Like Cartoon Network might be the non non like premium channel to get it. I would assume. Um, I just read the Variety article on it, and I just really, I don't know. I I mean, I could throw this to you guys. I don't know if uh, Conroy is going to be Batman, but I really hope he will be. I don't know, man. He's so iconic. I was watching the previews for The Long Halloween, um, Mm -hmm. part one and part two again. I haven't watched part one yet, but I know Jensen Ackles is the voice of Batman in that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Conroy is just, I don't know, when it's animated, that's just what we grew up with, man. I think I appreciate Conroy and Mark Hamill more, and I think I've said this before, I think I appreciated them more as those characters when they did the Arkham video game series, because it was almost yeah, you've like said that. they upped the ante so many levels, and 
it's like they took those characters not necessarily to a darker place although that was obviously a lot more uh, i guess more adult like content but it i was amazed at what they could do and the two of them together are just phenomenal so i hope that i hope that they are both going to contribute to that to that project but i'm not entirely sure so it's batman caped crusader so executive producer Bruce Tim, along with Abrams and Matt Reeves, uh, will be produced by Warner Brothers Animation, Bad Robot, obviously Mr. Abrams, and Sixth in Idaho. So it looks like the three of them, which I don't know too much of Matt Reeves. I know obviously a lot more of J.J. Abrams because he's kind of mainstream. Um, and obviously loving the original, I know a lot of Bruce Tim, but I just think that's pretty sweet that they would uh, bring that back after... Uh, Obviously, the series stopped. They said it ran originally through 95, but I don't know if they're considering, like, remember that fourth season, so to speak, that where it was like Superman, Batman, Superman Adventures. Yeah. And, you know, they changed the suit, right? Like, went with the black logo. Robin was Tim Drake, right? With the red costume. They kind of redid a lot of the villains. So I don't know. I love that version. I like that version better than the 92 version. I'm sorry. I did. I like them both. Yeah, but I liked how it was just kind of continuation. Um, but I don't, in this article, they're stating it went with a total of 85 episodes. So I don't think they're counting um, that kind of fourth wave. But because I was under the impression there was well over 100 some episodes. So I don't know, Mark, what do you think? Would you watch it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the only thing that I know of, oh, to answer your question, yes, I'd watch it too. But the only thing that I saw about, it's called My, My Adventures with Superman. And it's an right. all-new family-friendly animated series with Jack Quaid and Alice Lee voicing the two main characters. Um, I haven't looked at it too much. I don't see a, a release date or anything, but um, I've said it a million times on this show, DC pretty much dominates the animated feature, so it's good to see that they're still branching out and, and doing those projects. And uh, to kind of piggyback off of what you kind of brought up on the last episode rob where you were like i wonder if we should just do like a live action uh yeah family animated series but it'd be it's I'm, I'm i'll take a you know a new version so have you seen the stilled image that they're using to like promote it yes does that not remind you of the tv guide cover when batman beyond came out a little bit and obviously we're kind of paying homage to the original wider bat ears from obviously yes. when he dropped in detective 27 yeah they're like the wonky years or the big yeah. thick ones yeah i'm just i'm i'm a little stoked i've i i will tell you i started to watch some of the animated series because i have them on dvd but i started to watch it on hbo and some of them don't hold up in 4k but uh the stories are just so good so yeah. if we can get an extension and if it's going to be that high caliber um, i'm all about it and i think with the three of them having their own well-established creative kind of ways of storytelling, I think we're in for a good ride. Agreed. Um, I also found that Titans season three is going to be on in August. All right. Nice. Just the month of August or do we have an actual release date? It didn't give me an exact date, just August. And I don't know if you guys saw on the flash on CW, they're introducing or they're bringing Bart Allen impulse. They have an actor oh, nice. for that. Did you see the picture for that? I, I did see that. That's cool. Yeah. Bart's probably my least favorite speedster, but that's fine. That's fine. We can talk about uh, some of the new comics. I know the three of us have read one together. We'll touch on that. I guess I'll just do Rich's poll for the week. Let's see. What the hell have I Glory? Been? What is that? Glory? What? <laughs> uh, Probably one of the highlights. Batman 108. 
uh, Mr. Tinyan, premiere of Miracle Molly. This book just keeps getting better and better, man. The artwork is so, so good and so, I don't know, it's like top of the line, cutting edge. It's just a new type of flavor. I love it. Um, Detective 1035, uh, Batman the Detective, the miniseries, number two of six, Superman Action 1030, Swamp Thing 3, uh, Superman 31, and Rorschach number eight. I've been really enjoying Rorschach, uh, but this one kind of lost me a little bit. So go You hung in there because I was lost 10 pages in. Go figure. So Tom King, once again, uh, doesn't pick up where he left off. Left off so uh, that's been my poll for this episode. And uh, stand out, Batman 108. If any, if if nobody's reading the current run of Batman, I highly recommend it. Mark, if you're totally into Detective now, and I, I think that this is the best the Batman book's been since probably the first story arc of Snyder. That's my poll. I'll probably get into it in 20 years. <laughs> right. It's fine. That's, that fits your timeline. Yeah. All right. So another big book that we discussed way back when. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, another standout book. Reason I forgot, because Rob has it. The Chip Zdarsky Justice League Last Ride miniseries that was originally supposed to be digital only, but now is released, uh, came out last week. Uh, I don't know how many issues it's going to be, but man, was that... I'd almost put that above Batman 108 just because it was that good. It's basically the league is disbanded. Batman and Superman are not on good terms. Go figure. Nothing's changed, but they are not speaking. And I guess they have to come up with a plan to protect Lobo, who is going to be executed. And the Green Lanterns are requiring batman's help to make sure he stays alive and it's it's totally different so it's not like a writer that comes in that doesn't know any context let's say like a bendis who comes and just throws out every single bit of superman lore uh, it, it feels like chip has been writing it for years and it, i don't know dude it was really really good i highly recommend picking that book up so mark next time you're in zap go ahead and pick that up i'll think about it i'm very set in my ways for the, you guys listeners, I'm very set in my ways. I just told you I like it how I like it. What I like is what I like, 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 like. So I have to uh, I have to be feeling it. I, I'm an old school hit. I'm an old guy. I like, just tell him there's a reference to the Court of Owls in it. And he's, he'll pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I read this whole book and there's no reference to the Court of Owls. I ain't getting it. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, turn our attention to the main comic of the last it's a coming out weekly it is heroes reborn for marvel comics uh i think we'll just kind of touch on issue one tonight i've read two and three came out this week i have not read it yet uh but i'll set the stage the premise is basically that the avengers don't exist basically uh captain captain america is still frozen in the ice and Thor has no power. I thought issue two, but I, I won't. I won't spoil it. But Hyperion is basically Superman in the Marvel universe right now, and he's like the only guy. And I tell you what, I really enjoyed it. The only person that remembers anything about Blade, the existing is Blade. Blade. So like, what? Um, I love Ed McGinnis's artwork. Obviously, I've thrown his name out probably every other episode, but I. I enjoyed it 
a lot. And I, you know, I went in with lower expectations and I tell you what, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I thought issue two, well, I guess we'll review that on the next episode. So these other guys can catch up to it. It only gets better. That's a pretty easy read. Um, It was. Yeah. Mostly. You, you, you didn't like it? Did yeah, Mark, like why don't it. you go ahead and uh, give your piece? Okay, I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like the artwork. I didn't um, I didn't like it. I'm just, it's, I didn't like the cover. Well, the covers give something to be desired. I will, I will give you that. You I know, you I just, it feels like, it felt like, okay, like, Heroes Reborn came out 22 years ago, or 23 years ago. God, and the first one and now it's like uh, it's like we're, we're running out of ideas oh i have no doubt it's a gimmick play i think we said that when they when i talked about it initially but everything in the big two in comics is a gimmick i think it'd go back to uh what was it demetrius at anyone comics like all these characters are like pigeonholes they can't branch out there's like no originality so, <laughs> so i'm just i wasn't feeling it i was hard it was an easy read but it was hard for me to get through because i'm like i know where this is going oh god yeah and i just wasn't interested i wasn't interested i wasn't like like boom pat i just wasn't it didn't really get to me i didn't like it, it had dust repellent paper mark i mean i'll give it uh, i mean i'll give it a point for that <sighs> I did like the ending where Blade discovers Captain America still buried in the ice. That was cute. I thought that he said that was cute. <laughs> you get a half a point. So I get, a, I get 1.5. One and a half stars. And a five? Wow. Yep. The Marvel guy on this show is completely shitting on this. <laughs> One out of five stars. Um, I think it's too early to tell. Um, Mark is like giving every reason not to go to the comic store and pick up current books. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do current. I like what I like when I like it. He likes some aged 20 years. I like years. an aged 20 years. Like a fine I like, cigar. I don't, like new, I don't like this new shit. I like to go out and hunt for old shit. <laughs> so in 20 years, folks, he will like Heroes Reborn. That's so right. Just uh, if we're still doing podcasts in 20 years, I'm sure there's something else that we'll be doing. Uh, for me, I, I thought it was interesting having Blade as kind of the narrator. Um, I haven't really read much of anything Blade related in a long time. I don't think I've ever read anything Blade. Um, uh, I think it, I'll, I, I'm excited to read it, issue two. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know. I'm always looking for new beginnings because I think I've always looked at Marvel from the outside looking in, right? So... Right. I was I did enjoy Heroes Reborn when it first came out. You know, you and I were reading the Fantastic Four. Um, but I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. I'll have to check out this last ride too, there, Rich. Really, really good book. Uh so I did in other news, I did talk to Dr. Doug yesterday. Uh he did talk to me. Yeah, we were we were messaging the last couple of days, but yeah, uh, about uh, the uh ATT Warner Brothers. That was gonna be my next uh go to go ahead uh, there. Have at it, man. This was posted on Instagram from obviously a, a Snyder fan. AT&T has announced a deal to merge Warner Media with Discovery to develop a new company in a $43 billion transaction. What does this mean for Restore the Snyderverse? It's good news. The new company will be able to invest in more original content for its streaming services. Discovery has already mentioned the Snyderverse in their list of compelling collections of personalities, franchises, and IP. Boom. Chances are looking higher, but this will take a lot of time. For now, welcome the merger and continue the hashtag Restore the Snyderverse. So that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I feel like the obstructionists from Warner Brothers are not going to be over the DC content, I, I think is what me and Doug were talking about. So the, you know, the people that were meddling are just going to focus on other things and this would more fall under the discovery uh, branch, I guess. Um, I'm just tired of all these, like, this is good for like my fandom, but I'm just tired of all these mergers. Like, I feel like it's just going to be a monopoly pretty soon. Like Disney's going to, uh, Disney's going to own everything. I saw a rumor again today that like Disney and like, it's like, everything's going to be owned by them. And I, you know, I don't believe any of that stuff, but like direct competitors owning each other. Like, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Um, well, I mean, if you think about it, markets like that have been collapsing over the last five, 10 years. Yeah. I mean, just look at cell phone companies. <laughs> I just remember being super excited about getting cable television, let alone like going to the video store. And then I would, who would have thought that we would have to just get streaming services and exclusive stuff. And well, and streaming how... services are no longer saving you money. That's for damn sure. Well, no, but you're also paying for original content. That's been a high bar. Like it's not shit. It's really good content, really good uh, investments and in characters. And I think it's, it's only it's only challenging your competition to step up their game and come up with original stuff and that's what these companies want they want original stories and and uh, like a Snyderverse a huge you know banner to highlight to get people to subscribe um but i did see that dave batista was interested in being bane like doing like a more comic accurate version i think that would be pretty freaking dope yeah well, yeah, I heard he was kind of done with Guardians. Um, I think he's going to be in this next one. He was the number one. He said he wasn't going to come back unless James Gunn came back. So. Well, I know, but I think he's like, I think he's still coming back, but I think he's kind of ready to move on to other stuff. While we're talking about Snyderverse and stuff and DC and Warner Brothers, one of the biggest news stories um, I know we talked about, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but it's been kind of a rumor mill stuff changes. Henry Cavill's back. Henry Cavill's not back. Henry Cavill's back. He's not back. It's going to go this way. It's going to go that way. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos the last couple weeks trying to prep for the show. And the biggest thing I think that they're leaning towards was Tanahashi Coates, the writer of the Captain America books that Dave was reading when he was on the show last time. And J.J. Abrams, we're going to do a black Superman, basically reboot. And at first I was I, I was open for it because I thought they were going to do Calvin Ellis, who's based off of, well, he came out of the final crisis back in 2009. Uh, I think that's and right. he's president and he's Superman, good looking black guy, like totally cool. Let's tell an original story uh, with a black character. And then or it was going to be Val Zod, who's a black Superman on earth two, I believe is what it is. Somebody can email me and correct me if I'm wrong, which is cool. Like let's have, if we're going to, if we're going to go and just close the door on the Snyder cast and Snyder characters and Snyder direction, then let's have a, a new comprehensive story with original characters. And then it won't feel like we're just getting another rerun. Like the Wayne's getting shot in an alley like we'll get an original backstory, but the newest information is that no, they're just going to change Clark Kent to a black man and just race swap the character instead of which I just think it's pandering. I think it's stupid. I think it's lazy. And I just think it's 
the continuation of Warner Brothers' crappy, lazy ass way of operating, like just trying to flip a quick buck. And you have an opportunity here to showcase brand new character like you have so many cool african-american characters just sitting on the shelf like at this point in time you could do a legit steel movie sorry shaquille o'neal that trash that you made was crap but like john henry iron steel movie like that would be legit now you could john do Stewart the you could do, where, where the f- where the f- is john stewart if Warner Brothers would have gotten out of the way, we would have gotten that in the Snyder Cut. Like, have you guys seen those photos? Like, he filmed it in his freaking driveway and was going to have Jon Stewart in it, and they told him no. Well, yeah, the compromise was Martian and Manhunter, right? I, 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 I don't know. Um, you have so many cool black characters just sitting there. I mean, to, to okay, just to spin this. Like, they're bringing back Milestone Comics at DC. Like, this month. I believe it's May. So you got Icon, you got Rocket, you got Static Shock. That's cool that they're finally relaunching these in a comic book format. But like these are characters that you're just leaving on the shelf somewhere. Like, are they just once again trying to copy Marvel here? Like, oh, well, Captain America's black now, but they didn't they didn't race swap Steve Rogers. That's my that was what I thought. Like, are they really trying? Are they because the timing to me seems iffy here. Like the optics don't look very good. Like to me, it's like, are they? legit riding off of the end of falcon and the winter soldier and going oh well we need to replace one of our most iconic characters superman and and you know what i mean like is it it's at least part of the conversation like why did they suddenly decide to go in this direction Uh, it's just lazy bullshit dude like mark Mark, as a man alone as as a good looking black man what are your thoughts on this? Like, they're clearly... I haven't seen anything where anybody is a fan of this. Black or white or Mexican or Asian or whoever. Like, nobody is on board with this. They just think it's lazy. That, and they're just missing out. I mean, they just need to, you know, I don't... I think they just need to let Superman, we already know that story. I think that they just need to re- do something different. I mean, you know, if they... They do have lots of African-American characters that they can whose story are who have rich stories and rich backgrounds that they can tell, but it just doesn't seem very creative. It's not very artistic. And they're just seems cheap. That it, and they just they're not it's just not creative. It's not creative. They could tell so many different stories and let this be. And I just, you know, attaching a black writer to the story and just race swapping is just not it just feels it's just not creative, I don't think. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem genuine. Right. Obviously, when you recast somebody, you're trying to tell a new story. You're basically essentially rebooting something. So if are we seriously just going to reboot the Superman franchise and tell the story all over again from a different perspective? And Clark Kent's just going to be a black guy? Like, in his... I would love to be in these meetings. Like, who's deciding this? They really <sighs> think that this is a good idea? Like, I... I mean, it's it's it, seriously like Warner Brothers has like a list of stuff that fans want, stuff that fans would like to see, and a direction to go. And it's like they purposely look at that list and go, "Nah, f- that. Let's just go in the clear opposite end of the spectrum here. Like, <laughs> we're never going to give you that. Like, I just, what the f- are well, we doing it, here? It like, almost nobody seems, is going to support this shit. Well, it almost seems like they're trying to go like the law and order rip from the headlines. Like, let me, like, what are you doing? Like, we gotta, we gotta figure out what resonates. 
I don't know if it's we got to figure out what resonates in in modern society or we've got to figure out what what what's pop culture talking about what's what you know what's going on but it just seems cheap and it seems like it's going to backfire if they actually go forward with this I seriously though dude like the fans of this content us this group these comic book nerds and the people that are like almost I'm not saying they're purists but the people that like the stories they read them they collect them what makes you think that that audience which is your core audience to go see these movies are going to be what is this this is just a gimmick this is just a what is this why does there always have to be some kind of f-ing controversy around a superman movie like there was controversy about uh the Nicolas Cage movie. God, thank God that didn't get made. And then there was a controversy about Superman Returns. Like, oh my God, Lois has, has Superboy. Like, and then it, the whole Snyderverse, we, we talk about it like every episode. So there's like always some kind of controversy around a Superman movie. So now we're just going to build controversy where there doesn't need to be controversy. Like I would line up and get advanced tickets to see a Calvin Ellis movie and something or something original. Lots of people would. That's the problem. That's would. the problem, dude. Is that there's nothing original. That's that's the key issue here. It seems to be the theme that we kind of keep returning to over the last several episodes. It's like it's just cheap theatrics. I mean, how many people knew that Milestone Comics even existed back in the '90s, man? Like, wh- we can't make a Hardwire movie. We can't make an Icon and Rocket movie. I know. I, I know they're talking about doing a Static Shock. I mean, it had a really good animated cartoon back in the day, but like, what are you doing? Like, green like that? Uh, Clark Kent's just that story has guy. been, you know, <laughs> Superman's story has been told and told and retold. That story is dead and tired. That's what I'm saying. So, if you want to tell a modern story, then pick one of these two characters to tell it. You have them. They're your IP for <laughs> sake. Well, the other thing that's interesting. Nah. I think it's just more insulting to the African American community to just shelve these people. I just well, think it's, it's not insult. true. It's not true representation is the is the deal. It's like that's, that's just clear. cheap. It's cheap theatrics, and it's to your point. It, at best, it's pandering. Oh, it's pandering one thousand percent. Like I guess I would really like to 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 Mark's point. I'd like to sit in the meetings. It's like. Who is telling you they want this? Nobody. Like who? Who is actually telling you that they want this? If this is Tanahashi Coates' demands to write the movie, then time to move on from him. You could find far more superior writers anyway. Like that needs to be your guiding line. Like, do they if do they surveys? Do this, <laughs> if they do this, I mean, is Superman going to be from Kansas? Is he going to be raised by Martha and Jonathan, these older white people, like in the middle of Kansas where they're, you know, like... In the, where there's like no black people like you know like that's gonna piss people off right i don't know i'm not a fan of tanahashi coats writing i i don't I, i'm not a fan uh, i'm just gonna put that out i don't there. know i have i haven't i i know i've heard great things about his writing i know lots of people that like his writing i've never read it yeah, i haven't either i'm never gonna but say I, don't read it i'm just saying like you just said you didn't like the heroes reborn story like I, i'm just not a fan of his style but that doesn't mean read anything. Not, but I'm, for, that's I, don't, not, I don't even know. That's not me saying that he's not a good writer. Clearly, right. no, he's I'm a good writer. Right. I don't know. I just once again, Warner Brothers, big pile of shit. <laughs> We're gonna have to create a new segment. Rich throwing darts. How did Warner, Warner Brothers fuck up this episode? How Warner Brother that? dartboard. Rich is throwing some darts at the dartboard. <sighs> good lord. Uh, well, I, I guess I mentioned that. I could have put that in our earlier conversation that Milestone returns. Uh, let me pull that up. Uh, let's see. Static, Icon, and Rocket and Hardwire are back and will will change the face of superhero comics again. 
Milestone Returns, Infinity Edition Zero. Uh, looks like a 48-page one-shot and jumping on point. Welcome you back to the legendary city of Dakota, May 2021. So it's got to be like next week this comic drops. So, dude, I... You know, I'll definitely be checking out some of those. Uh, so I guess that could be that's like a highlight to look out for at the comic store. Pick up some of those. Um, what other books? There was another book, Black Label, The Nice House on the Lake. It's another kind of like horror comic mm-hmm. that uh, Mr. Tinyan is writing that I'm going to pick that up and another good independent Black Label. Well, it's not really independent, but uh, standalone from dc i'll check that out and i'll review that on the future shows so when's uh the next batman catwoman come out hopefully never (laughs) hopefully never mark's already Uh, we're invested on the we're invested on this show mark mark's the comic quitter mark it's that look of a man who doesn't want to spend another dollar on that book no no i've been talking to uh, a couple of uh folks from work who might be interested in a um, home-based communication sign them up dr doug's a regular now so yeah, got to got to branch we gotta out. Wait for, we got to wait for the next movie. I know we talked about this last time, but New York Comic Con is on. Do you have any updates on tickets or anything? No. I'm still going to go to the Seattle Con December 2nd through the 5th. Okay. Um, but I haven't heard anything about New York Con. I would love for you guys to come. So that's my question though, like has there been any talks about reduced admission? Like are they going to not let the standard crowd in? I don't know. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of a it's kind of like the Arnold Classic. People come from all over, you know, to attend this thing and I don't know. Yeah. We still are in the midst of a pandemic. We are definitely moving I would hopefully say out of it, but I just, I, I have doubts that they will be at full capacity the way that they have been in the past. I don't know what you guys think about that. I hope that uh, I would really like to go. I'll just say that. So uh, whether it's just going to be residents of the city, um, decreased capacity still, I don't know. Um, it's, it's just a good sign that others that at least in Ohio and I know like other States they're, they're bouncing back really, really quick. And I just hope that these highly populated areas like New York can rebound and people can get back to normal. All right. Time for who would win. Whose turn is it? Mine. Yeah. Uh, let's go. The Human Torch versus Firestorm. That works. The Human Torch, uh, obviously published by Marvel Comics, first appeared in Fantastic Four number one from November 61. Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Jonathan Lowell Spencer, Johnny Storm, Human Mutant, Glenville, New York. He is affiliated with Fantastic Four, The Avengers, Future Foundation, Fantastic Force, Herald of Galactus, Fantastic Four Incorporated and Avengers Unity Division. Pyrotechnics Fury Form that enables flight serves as damage shield, heat energy, absorption, and resistance to extreme heat. Well, I sure hope so. (laughs) Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. Firestorm, the Nuclear Man, number one from March 1978. Jerry Conway, it is his ego, Ronald Ray Ronnie Raymond, Dr. Martin Stein. Abilities, superhuman strength, endurance, speed, durability, senses, and self-sustenance. Nucleokinetics, nuclear pyrotechnics, flight, transmutation, total conversion, genius level intellect, 
matter energy manipulation, uh, ancestral memory. That is a whole bunch. So yeah, Firestorm versus the Human Torch. Mark, what's your pick? I'll go with Firestorm. Firestorm, you know, he has just not one brain, but two. He has the, you know, the the consciousness of Martin Stein and him helping him. Martin Stein is a genius. Yeah. Uh, he's older. You know, Johnny Storm is younger. He's a hothead. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just feel like Firestorm is is a good is a good match. Is a good is a better choice. Okay, Rob. Uh, I actually think this is a very unfair match. I think um, Human Torch doesn't stand a chance. Actually, like I think um, looking at you know Firestorm's rap sheet here, one thing off the bat, he can rearrange matter at the molecular level. Yeah. So I would have to imagine if he wanted to, he could rearrange, you know, whatever's around Johnny Storm and deprive him of oxygen. So then he's poof. Yeah, he's, he's not true. He's not engulfed in flames and he's in, in some ways rendered powerless. Um, I mean, obviously Johnny Storm has powers, but I don't think I think, you know, with some of the other extra features, I guess, with Firestorm, I think he pretty much just decimates johnny and again i agree with mark you know he's got uh, martin stein you know physics professor very intelligent kind of advising him you know strategically and and all those things so i don't i don't know if i think johnny storm might serve like might have a better chance if he's with the rest of fantastic four but uh i think firestorm hands down i think the biggest thing for me it's not just the fact that like what mark said two brains here i mean with stein and uh, Ronnie, I just think it's because it's on like a nuclear level. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily, I'm not quite sure what Johnny Storm. Obviously, he's a he's a human mutant basically that was granted the powers. But like you said, Rob, we're talking about the molecular level here, and we're talking about nuclear power. And I mean, just going over his abilities, some of this stuff I didn't even know. Obviously, genius level intellect. If Johnny Storm had Reed Richards, you know, brain capacity and abilities, Mm -hmm. there might be somewhere on the intellectual scale together and evenly matched. But I definitely think that uh, Firestorm would take this one. So three, three votes for Firestorm. I mean, I do think, yeah, I think it was a good, I think a good pair to, to go against each other. But uh, yeah, I do like Johnny Storm. I think he's kind of like a, uh, a brash, like a, a, he's almost to me, he's almost like a, a smart ass Spider-Man with flame powers. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like a smart ass. They both always got along. What's that? They always got along. Yeah. So, yeah. Who would win? Firestorm. All right, guys. uh, Another great episode. Good conversation. Uh, Go out and read some comic books, man. I highly recommend Batman 108. Check out Justice League, The Last Ride. I really can't say, uh, you know, enough good things about it. Chip Zdarsky doing good work. Check out some of these new books coming out. Check out Milestone Comics, man. I'm going to pick that that, uh, 48-page giant up and see what that's all about. And, uh, don't be discouraged by Mark's negativity, man. Pick out, uh, pick I'm up, negative. <laughs> pick up Heroes Reborn. See what you think. Right into us, man. Until next time, this is Rich. This is Mark. This is Rob. Uh, please uh, drop us a comment, drop us a like, and a subscribe. Thank you for listening. Take care.
Thank you, as always, for listening and supporting this RMR production. Bye. Later. You know how Anthony Desiato ends his podcast say, don't be a flat squirrel? I think we should say, don't be a horny cat. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've heard in a while. And I've heard some dumb shit. It's not we should dumb. Say, we should say, rub up some dust pellet paper. No, we should say, rub your cat up against some dust repellent paper. We should say that. Oh, my God. No. You should say, Wolfpack porn. <laughs> yeah, we should oh. say that. Well, I remember when we first started this podcast, you were like, hello, true believers. Herb still gets on you about that. Does he? Yeah, when he emails true believers. Um, we should say don't be a back and board. Don't be a loose don't be a loose don't back forget, and board. Don't forget to bag your board. <laughs> don't forget to pull out. This is Heroes Home Base Podcast. Don't forget to bag your board. Don't forget this is Heroes Home Base Podcast. Don't forget to pull out. <laughs> no. no but- <laughs> That's nothing to do with comic books. <laughs> until next time, this is Rich. Don't forget to bag your board. <laughs> I said better than all y'all. <laughs> until next time. <laughs> until next time, this is Rich for Hero Home Base Podcast. Don't forget to bag your board. No, my suggestions are better than all of y'all's. Um, Thank you for joining say- us. Make sure you find Mark in, in uh, New York and smack him. No. <laughs> from you soon with some. And. Uh, so f- yeah. Desperate. Yeah. All right. I got to go to bed.